Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Well, Happy New Year, the first show of the year for Amplified. I'm Ken Rashan on Voice America Influencer Channel, and we are excited to have a great show with some people that are authors of The Dose of Hope and also leaders in our world causing positive energy and positive impact. How are you, Andrea? Well, I'm doing well, but my sound is not. So um, while I'm talking, it sounds fine. But when you guys are responding, I'm not going to be able to hear you as well. So I'll be working on that behind the scenes here or really maybe right in the middle of the scenes, but we have a really great show because it is the beginning of the year and we are going to be talking about some fabulous people who are in uh, a dose of hope. Nice. (laughs) I have to get my dose of hope up here. I feel like Well, thank uh, you so much for sending me this gorgeous picture, which is the cover of the dose of hope. And uh, just so everybody knows the dose of hope is from the keep smiling movement. So while Ken's pulling his up, the keep smiling movement is the nonprofit and the nonprofit is a 5013C mental and dental health organization. And we're committed to creating a dose of hope through smiles. And uh, we are having such a fun time doing that and really um, loving on a lot of people all over the world. Uh, We, have the cards that say keep smiling in 27 different languages. Ken is one 30. of the co-founders, 30 now, and I'm the executive director. And uh, today it's going to be a lot of fun. So we have some really great powerhouses here to share with you. And Ken Rashan, Dr. Ken Rashan is your host. And I'm Andrea, Dr. Andrea Adams-Miller, your executive producer of Amplified with Ken Rashan. What a way to start it. Hey, if it wasn't COVID, I probably wouldn't have a doctorate. So that is one of the things we're going to talk about is what happened in, during the COVID 2020 that you'd like to say goodbye to and what did you do during COVID that caused a momentum shift for 2021. So we have some great guests. All of them were chosen to be in the Dose of Hope. And I am making a declaration that we are going to do 12 parts of Dose of Hope. We have D- Dose 1 and 2 that people have been pi- buying and supporting the Keep Smiling movement. So thank you for that. And we have 10 we're going to do this year. So if you would like copies of the Dose of Hope, electronic version ebook you can have it absolutely free at this show just text us email us connect with us on facebook and we'll send you a copy and if you'd like to be a part of the dose of hope you just need to share your inspirational story and we will see if it actually is one we would like to add to the dose of hope 12 part series so what do you think of that andrea I love it. I The more the merrier. I am so excited about the outreach that we're doing all over the world. It's quite exciting. And I want to remind everyone, too, that we are accepting donations all the time because we have people's lives that we're changing. And you can make your contribution to www.thekeepsmilingmovement.com, www.thekeepsmilingmovement.com. And uh, you can also make those through PayPal or reach out to us if you're making a large 
larger donation. And we're always happy to have larger donations. And we, um, our services are that we uh, not only provide these beautiful books uh, to people to help them uh, so that they have inspiration and motivation through these photo storybooks, as well as hypnosis and meditation to help people overcome limiting beliefs and help them to stand in resilience and empowerment so they have great lives. And we also um, do events and webinars, providing excellent information on our support group on Facebook, the Keep Smiling Ambassadors. Well, fantastic. And we actually want to make sure people know that this is actually a cause that causes not only mental and dental wellness, but we have a headquarters that was actually saved by donations. So we have a studio. If you'd like to be at the DC studio or you're in the DC area and you're visiting, please stop by the studio and we will get not only a photo of you, give you a free headshot and whatever you need to support happiness in the world. Sounds fantastic. Oh, I should thank our sponsors. You uh, should. They are why very much uh, no, why don't you? Uh, those who contribute to us to help us move forward. Uh, so we want to thank Voice America Influencers Channel, Big Events USA, Perfect Publishing, The Umbrella Syndicate, The Red Carpet Connection, Opus.Finance is our feature sponsor. Um, they are the uh, a global decentralized processing system. And we want to thank our new sponsor, Livenr. So Livenr, we are super excited about having them and we'll be knowing more about them in the future as we start using that software. So it'll be really fun. So, so I have a question for you. Yeah. It's New Year's. Did you, I mean, resolutions for non-leaders perhaps do not stick. But for leaders, it seems they stick because they don't just look at it as a resolution. They look at it as a goal. They look at it as a commitment. They look at it as an identity, a lifestyle. So we're going to talk to our guest about what the difference is between a resolution that sticks and doesn't stick. What is your resolution? Or resolutions. Uh, so um, resolutions, uh, personally, is uh, this year I spent so much time sitting behind the computer to uh, get a lot of things done that I stopped moving. So I started moving in um, just before Christmas. And so I'll be doing that again, because last year, this time of year, but when I was heading to Egypt, I was walking five miles a day. So I want to get back to there. And, um, uh, and then personally, I'm reorganizing, um, deleting things out of my life that no longer serve me and revitalizing things new uh, kind of like uh, two years ago Ken when you worked on reset I'm kind of doing that in my office and in my life and and with my business and for the keep smiling movement I'm dedicated that we're going to be serving uh, 10,000 people with a dose of hope. So um, we are on a journey now. I, I didn't tell you that I, I know you had a really big number. I decided we're taking that up a notch by adding a zero to the end. <laughs> My goodness. Well, we have 10,000 photos of people with a Keep Smiling card that we met before we knew we were supposed to capture their name, their way of reaching out to them. So if you're curious about who we've taken photos of, and you can help us actually identify these people. We have over 5,000, probably closer to 7,000 people that we've taken pictures of. We don't know their name and how to reach them and tell them they're in a book called the Mega Keep Smiling Book or the Mega Dose of Keep Smiling Book. So um, let's see, what else? Oh, you know what? COVID. There you go. There you go. So COVID has got to go. Belly? That's the COVID <laughs> belly. That's the COVID <laughs> belly has got to go. So I am actually going to lose 21 pounds. That's my declaration. And to do so, I'm going to do 5,000 push-ups, 5,000 sit-ups a day. No, just uh, a year. And I'm going to walk 30 minutes a day. And thus far, I have been successful 
almost every day. So today is the day to make up for one of those days. And let's bring our new guest. Awesome. So our first guest is Otto Borstick. Uh, Otto, um, let me ask you to turn your camera on here so that we can actually see you. Uh, Otto is absolutely adorable. I did not know what he looked like until he came on this morning. And oh my gosh, I just adore him. He is the most fun, adorable person I could have imagined to start our day. And look at him with happiness behind him. He is cute as a button. I mean... Is that, I mean, that's the kind of face you just want to hug, put right in your chest and just hug it, hug it, hug it. How are you Absolutely. doing, Otto? Hey, fantastic. Happy New Year to everyone. Thanks for having me on the, the first show of the year. It's an honor. It's a privilege. And I'm just pumped to exchange some ideas, brother. All right. Well, <clears throat> let's start off with idea number one. Idea number one is what caused you to be a part of the Dose of Hope? Well, look at that handsome show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the audio behind the scenes scene for bringing up that snazzy picture. And thank you for Ken for taking it. <laughs> um, well, Hey, we, we all need a dose of hope. Uh, you know, it, it's what makes the world go round. It's what it's, you know, it's the glue of the universe. We, we have to have hope with, with, with there's no hope. I mean, we're, we're, we're all going to be in a world of hurt. So it was kind of a no brainer to be honest with you, Ken. So what happened in 2020 that caused you to, pivot and get momentum for 2021? Yeah, well, that's a great question. It, it, it affected so many people. I mean, the planet in so many different ways. And as you can imagine, being a chef, it affected my industry uh, more so than others. And people don't really know the impact of how the restaurant business was impacted with floor departments, with linen companies, with purveyors, with fisher farmers and, 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 and ranchers. Uh, it, it, it really threw a monkey wrench in the gears uh, because let's face it, restaurants are a place of community. They're a place where people gather. There are people, places where people go to celebrate. And those places were swept out from under our feet. Um, and so what I learned was it doesn't really matter um, what's going to happen. If it's a pandemic, if it's a twister, if it's a natural disaster, a man-made disaster, we all got to, stay focused and stay together in this calamity called a pandemic and get through this. And we have to come together as members of this human race and use our gifts to help each other to get out of this thing uh, and be successful at beating it. So you have a very loud shirt and that shirt has some flags on it. I see Cuba. I, can you lean a little closer so I can see what else is on there? Yeah, I'll send up for you, too. Okay, is that Luxembourg or is that Netherlands? That's uh, Netherlands. Okay, and then you got Belgium, you got South America, uh, South Africa, you got Bahamas, you got Mexico, you got Antigua and Barbuda, you have, is that Fiji? Uh, which, I'm not sure which one you're pointing to. Uh, lo lower right, lower right, Fiji. Lower right. This one here? Well, I, I, it's mirrored, so I got Switzerland, I got... Um, Switzerland. Yep, and I, I think I see Fiji, Germany. You got all kinds yeah. of good stuff on there. Yeah, so these are all these are all nations I've been to. We got we got thirty nations, five continents, and I've fed people in one way, shape, or form. Be it I worked there as a career, or I, it was a visit to on a mission trip. Um, and you know, one of my goals, I like to say, one hundred before I die. 
And that's not my age. That's the amount of nations I want to visit. So there's 197 nations. So that's half of them in one shot. So I got about 70 more to go and looking forward to doing that. And in 2021, which ones do you want to go to next? I'd love to go to Morocco, uh, but I'm very well maybe going back to a nation I've already been to for a leadership conference, and that's London, England. Uh, but so, so many great places to go. The to. motherland. Huh? The motherland. The motherland, yeah. They, yeah, the ones, the, <laughs> the ones we kicked away. We, we ran away from home from those guys. <laughs> uh, but, it's, it's, um, you know, I, I want to go to Morocco, something fierce. I need to get to South America. Uh, there's just so many places to go to. You know, right here in the good old USA, I just took my bride. I, I recently was married in February. Um, she's still Congratulations. Up. Yeah, thank you. She, I enjoyed you being my best friend at the wedding, Ken. Thank you so much for showing up. That was awesome. Uh, we went to the Biltmore, which is the single largest, you know, family residence in America. And that was just incredible to, to tour that and learn that history. But, you know, there's so much to do and see out there. And, uh, you know, that's that was one of my escapes during the pandemic was to take these two or three day weekends and just get away. You know, go to Savannah, go to Myrtle Beach, uh, you know, go to the, you know, go to the Outer Banks, you know, go down to uh, St. Augustine. So that was something I did during the pandemic as well. Totally masked, of course, the whole time. So um, two comments before we go to the next guest, and then uh, you're going to chime in later when it's uh, when we have kind of the open forum. So uh, number one, what was it like to do the Dose of Hope uh, template book challenge? Well, it, it wasn't a challenge. It was a privilege. It, it was fantastic just to put my story out there and, and in hopes that people who read that will become hopeful, will become inspired. Uh, and then to be involved in a book with – hundreds or not thousands of other stories of hope, um, you know, that just resonates with me. You know, it's about being positive. It's, a, it's about being, you know, forward thinking and, and, and sharing your ideas for the betterment of this planet and putting a dent in the universe. And a teaser. Can you give the audience some uh, little glimpse of what you put in the, in your chapter? Uh, well, basically I just put my life story in a nutshell. I, I wasn't supposed to make it from day one. I almost died at birth and uh, God, as he says, uh, you know, I had plans for you and uh, sort of grew up as a weird kid and I'm now a weird adult. Uh, but I, you know, what kid grows up in Ohio in the sixties and seventies and wants to become a chef. So I was destined to do this. And I talked about my journey of becoming a chef about cooking on a nuclear powered submarine. And, you know, all through that, journey it's about one thing it's about being persistent and that is my message to all those those people you got to be persistent great message and i just want to say that when i read your chapter i have to say that you echoed some of the things in this uh, program right here of things you don't know about people unless they share their journey so when you know someone's persistent about their journey you know that they're serious about commitment they're serious about integrity they're serious about leadership they're serious about impacting the world so Thank you for being a part of the Dose of Hope. And uh, we would love for you to ask for his chapter, his book, his part in the Dose of Hope. So, Andrea, would you like to bring the next guest on? Yes, I would. Paul Fink, the Maverick. The Maverick is going to be coming on here with us. This man is unstoppable force. He's a burst of energy. We just adore him. We have so much fun whenever we're around. Where is he? Oops, he keeps moving on me on the screen. Uh, here we here we are. Here he is. Here he oh, is. Maverick. Here we are. Yes. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm trying to touch the thing and it keeps moving. So where he was on the screen jumps down. So hopefully he. <laughs> there we go. So there Paul Maverick Fink. How'd you come up with the name Maverick? By the way, what was what was the cause of that? 
You know, it's interesting. I started off in business and it was just me. I started talking about my story, started talking about what I was doing as an entrepreneur. I've been an entrepreneur now for, oh, 35 years. I can't believe it. And so people started asking. So I started talking about it and then it was just me, right? And somewhere along the way, the idea of branding came up and I started going through that conversation of, oh, I guess I should have a brand. And, and I couldn't figure out what it was, went through a few different test markets. And then finally, I'm talking to one guy one day and he's asking me some questions about my history. And he's like, I don't know whether this is a brand for you or not, but you've been a maverick, like every story you've said, it's just, you've done it very different than most people. And I went, I love that. So Maverick has now become a obvious nickname for me. However, it encompasses, I've been a Maverick since, since I, way back before I can remember. And especially in my business career for 35 years, I've always done things very different than most. Coming at it from a different angle, a different approach, and doing things for me, what I look at as obvious and other people go, wow, and I go, I guess it's different. So that's why I'm called the Maverick and the Millionaire is, well, that's obvious. Well, obvious. And <clears throat> the rumor has it that you only sit for dinner, lunch and breakfast. And, and sometimes not that. <laughs> sometimes not that. So we met originally uh, Author 101, thanks to Rick Frischman. So many years ago. I was so many years ago. That that was like uh, like three lifetimes ago. <laughs> well, the thing that's important about that is that you were playing big, and I saw you playing big back then, and you connect. You're an action taker. I, I remember when we talked about Keep Smiling Movement and Keep Smiling Books and Dose Hope, and you were like, I'm in. And I said, I haven't told you really what it is yet. And you go, no, I'm in because that's what Mavericks do. They take actions. So I just want to uh, ask you, because you had a, a tough year last year. Yes. 2020 was a challenging year. So I'd like you to talk about as much as you'd like to talk about the challenge, because I think it was re rather unique. And then I'd like you to talk about how you pivoted, gained strength, and caused momentum for 2021. Yeah. I've, um, I've been a trainer, speaker, coach, and, and coaching entrepreneurs with unfulfilled potential for the last, gosh, it's been almost 15 years now. And so very much in my routine, in my pattern, I had systems, processes laid out. And so we were set to do, for instance, eight uh, boot camps, three-day boot camps we had set all around the country to do eight in 2020. The, this was, we had kept stepping it up. And I think the year before we had done five. And so we were stepping up a few more and we were just going, we had it all laid out. My whole calendar was booked for 2020 at the beginning of 2020. We were set. Then March came January, February. We were, we were flying March came March. And so most people looked at March, like the pandemic hit. Right. All of a sudden we became aware of COVID and we had lockdowns all around the country. Well, for me, it was a little bit different. One is the lockdowns affected me. I was an outside speaker. So I had all these speaking gigs booked around the country instantly zeroed out everything gone in one day. And most of you can really relate. However, the same day I had other challenges going on. 
Um, my wife, basically the week before, was diagnosed with cancer. And she had a, I'm getting emotional now even talking about it. Um, she had a pulmonary, uh, she had a um, sarcoma the size of my fist in her pulmonary artery. And she went in for open heart surgery on the 12th of March. The 13th of March was the lockdowns. She was in intensive care in the ICU while we were all being kicked out of the hospital. And, uh, and that was the beginning for me of this crazy world that we call 2020. Uh, so I felt like I was hit in the stomach twice. Um, once with a whole lot of my business being shifted and once was the heart once, right. Any one of those things I could have been like, yeah, I got this when it was a double whammy all in the same day, basically. Um, uh, it, it really struck me. Um, it affected me. This was probably the toughest year for me last year, remember last year over for the last 15 years. Easy. Um, this was the toughest year. And, and so how did you prevail? Well, my wife went through five months of chemo. Uh, God bless. The rest of the story is she is completely cancer free. We spent the year battling this and she is just amazing and is uh, succeeded uh, tenfold. And <clears throat> I spent about two weeks during that March time just hiding under the covers when screw the world, right? And which most people can comprehend. I then realized that I had my Maverick students to pay attention to, my community, the people out there that were really depending on me, including my wife and my six children. And when I cannot be that guy, I need to go back to who I am and really pivot to have that strength. And I my community and the people that I work with and my family were so much of the motivation for me to stand up and be strong for everybody else. And so one of the things was to live, realize that we're here for more than ourselves, to recognize that as I stand up, I'm supporting everybody else that's watching. And then I, I take it one step further and just assume that everyone in the world is watching. And it really apologize, guys. No, actually, that's the world letting you know that they approve. Yeah. And and actually, uh, a little plug for Maverick, from, but, but from a standpoint of mindset. So your wife has been with you a long time, and she knows what it is to fight and what it is to prevail. So um, without a Maverick mindset or without a mindset that says, I will win this, it changes how healthy you'll be and how well you'll come out of a, a circumstance like this. Would you agree? Uh, to say the least, um, she is my soulmate. She is the wind beneath my sails and without her by my side and without all my, my community by my side, I never could have done this. Awesome. Well, I, I would like to cordially invite her to share her inspirational story because it does come down to, she had a will to live here, and she here. had hope. And yeah. she decided to do it. So if you'd like to let her know. Um, and she that, had the community. One right. of the most amazing things is COVID actually, she looks at as her blessing because COVID forced all the, the family to be in one spot. 
forced mm. everyone to be home and we were there all in support of her 24 seven. If it wasn't for COVID, we would have been out doing our thing and catching and, and fetching. People wouldn't have been there for her to really be that support system for her. So for her, she's like, thank God for COVID. It was the best thing in the world to move her forward and to be that support system for her. So, so real quick here, Paul, um, what did you learn about 2020 dash COVID or whatever you want to call it? And how are you using it to create a momentum and success in 2021? Here, here. One of the things that really served me was to go back to the basics. Um, you know, so much of the time, and especially people that live in a high successful world, we've been moving a mile, a hundred miles an hour for years. And to really remember to go back to the basics, really remember to get grounded. I went back to, all right, what's my purpose? What's my vision? What do I really want to accomplish? What's the most important things in my world? And how to really create that foundation that's so strong that it supports. And to then have a guiding light for a vision, really understand that we're here to deliver a purpose, to be a purpose. And without that driving force of actually having your life have meaning, I would be under the cover still. And, and so that became uh, uh, so important. And it's a message I've been delivering for years, and this just drove it home for me is you've got a potential. I take care of entrepreneurs that have unfulfilled potential. Every one of us has a potential that is light years above where we normally play. How do we get into that game and play full out so that we even have a chance of reaching our fullest potential in our world, reaching the fullest potential of why we're here on this earth? That's awesome. And can you give a sneak peek, share, less than a minute, a minute roughly, of what you put in your chapter? I talked about it, my journey and in that highlighting my leaps of faith, also often with our success journey, people talk about having that leap of faith where you need to leap into and really take charge of where you're going and what you're doing. And what I recognized in my journey is that it's not just one leap of faith. It is leap of faith after leap of faith after leap of faith after leap of faith because there's always another plateau to jump to, another plateau that you can stretch to that is still within you. And so recognize that whenever you're uh, sitting back and you're really happy about your success, that there's another level to go. There's more waiting for you. That's cool. You deserve more. So Otto is a little angry, and he sent me a text while you're talking. He wants the Maverick patch. Do you have a patch that is the Maverick patch? He wants to say he's been there. And he wants to be there. I will create one just (laughs) for him. And uh, he's also a little angry you're not wearing your shirt of all the places you've been to because you've been around the world. All over the place. Uh, We actually, and it's... Um, the places that I speak is what I started tracking. And he's like, oh, every place that I've been, like, gosh, that's a whole nother journey. But uh, I've spoken in eight countries, three different continents. And that's, that's where I want to develop is where that's a hundred different countries. And I want to yep. speak with you in Antarctica. Yes. Per- well, <laughs> 
maybe, maybe that'll be one of the last ones we we Actually, so, that's on my bucket list for this year. I, yeah, I have same here. Mine agent. is mine is that too. Go. So um, last <laughs> last thing, penguins. You can find penguins in in South Africa. That's right. You can much warmer and much nicer. <laughs> I was amazed, but we and they're cute little guys too. You can just so hug awesome. them. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, they hey, uh, last question for you. It's a little more on the gratitude side. Yes. Um, we both have a good friend. His name is Drew Berman, and he's the one who helped facilitate a conversation between us that caused you to jump in the Key Smiling movement hardcore, and we're very happy to have you. But can you give a, a little love to Drew Berman of who he is to you? Oh, uh, Drew is one of my close friends. We've also, uh, one of the things that happened in 2020, and Ken, you may not even realize, we started a whole new division in the Maverick community that Ken, that um, Drew is heading up. So nice. Drew Berman heads up our uh, network marketing community and in the Maverick uh, universe, if you will. And uh, very happy. He's been a close friend of mine for eight years and uh, uh, helped facilitate so many things that we're doing in our community right now. So uh, hats, hats off to him. And uh, the journey's only just begun. Yeah, he's, he's such a great guy. I want to give him a shout out during the show because I feel you and I uh, have a better relationship because of him. So he does his job of creating happiness, but also connection. So we're going to go to break right now. And Andrea, you want to take us into break? Thank you, yes, guys. I will. Uh, thanks so much, Paul. All right. So Opus Dot Finance, for the people, by the people, a global decentralized processing system, Big Events USA, Perfect Publishing, Livenar, and uh, the Red Carpet Connection. And our charity of choice, of course, is the Keep Smiling Movement. And we also want to thank Voice America Influencers Channel. And we'll be back after these messages. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. I saw Leo come in for the second phase. and It was like the Leo Gangster South Bend like hustle. That was really awesome. So (laughs) I did. So we heard from Otto and Paul, wonderful authors. Uh, There's roughly almost a hundred authors, I believe in the dose of hope. Those are two examples of great leaders that we chose and that were just impressing us with their inspirational message and also their inspirational stand. And if you didn't notice, Paul was standing for hope and he was standing for Mavericks. He was standing for leadership and 
he really is uh, the ultimate hero for me on creating conviction for a stand for hope. So thank you, Paul, very much for your story and making it through a great year last year to hopefully cause your wife to be inspired to share her story as well. So let's go to our next guest, Andrea. Um, so Leo is, uh, Leo's just been an amazing person. He's been a really great friend since I met him six years ago at Secret Knock, um, which is about, uh, well, the same time as long as I've known Ken. I met Ken in January six years ago. And uh, Leo not only does great stuff with real estate, he's a really great person who reaches out to a lot of people. He does voiceovers. Um, now he has a new podcast coming as well. And his daughter Miley is joining us because Miley is a young, um, uh, we'll say, entrepreneur budding entrepreneur ready to DJ. do some really cool things and we want to hear what they have in the world so leo thanks for being here and miley you too hey thanks for inviting us on it's good to be here so leo i have a, a personal i guess um an emotional thank you for you you have always been there as a friend and you have always said yes and my way of thanking you for all that was when i called you and said you're in dose of hope and you i know you've had a very challenging year last year and I said, you're in Dose of Hope because you inspire me and you inspire so many people because you're a giver. So thank you so much, Leo, for being a stand for gratitude and also a stand for the Key Smiling Movement. Thank you. Well, thank you, Ken. I, I appreciate that. And, you know, Andrea, you too. I, I can't believe it's been six years since, I've, <laughs> since we've met. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's been a long time. So and you I have a DJ next to you. absolutely appreciate you guys. You have a DJ next I to do. you. I do. Yeah, she's she's a lot of things. She's you know she plays the saxophone. She sings. She's extreme sports. Electric unicycle, skateboard, scooter, surf. Man, if there's I don't think. Well, the only thing I don't do is rock climbing. No, I got no. She's I got pictures of her when she was three years old, <laughs> like in, in like perfect form, scrambling walls. She just hasn't been rock climbing recently. <laughs> well, this is the <coughs> DJ one we have just hey, waiting for her. Yeah, so we, we need you to finish that your story, and you have all these amazing DJs. How'd you meet all these DJs? So I got a neighbor down the road whose daughter was, um, she was a, a big DJ <laughs> up in LA, and uh, she's part of this whole group of like a women's DJ that, that broke into the whole uh, DJ arena. And, you know, that's been 10, 12 years ago when there were no women DJs, it was primarily all men. Right. And so, you know, through, through Sid and meeting his daughter, he's been connecting us to other people. That's, that, Paul, um, that's Paul Fink calling you and saying, no, thanks for, it was me actually. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you? It was me. I so do really either of you know what, uh, what, what instrument this is behind me? Well, yeah, it's, it's that's, a turn that's a turntable. There Do you, you know go. what model it is, by any chance? No, from the little bit I can see, I have no clue. Well, it is a Technique 1200 MK2. It is the standard for vinyl mixing. I was just curious because that was a good 10 or 15 years of my life spinning that, that type of And it's instrument. sitting on the front patio right now? What? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Those babies were five hundred dollars, and back then that was a chunk of change. I be believe me, that was that was like a thousand dollars now. And if you were committed to doing vinyl mixing, you had the Technique twelve hundred MK twos. <laughs> Those are awesome. So yeah, that we don't have any vinyl. So she, yes, she's not I know. Vinyl. 
so I'm excited though because music is my life, and really to have God uh, transcend music is the universal language to a smile's universal expression. I couldn't be more excited that the 141st or 142nd Key Smiling book will be a book about music, specifically DJing music, creating music, and causing people to have fun and smile and laugh and really have a euphoric experience in their journey of life. So why don't, why don't you guys talk about how that book's going to come together? How the book's going to come together? Yeah. I, I want that book. <laughs> I want well, all these DJs. Right there is gonna, that's going to push the book into success right there. Can you want it bad enough? It'll happen. You know, that is actually the alt, that You know, I'm going to quote this because I heard this from a woman who was in her 60s, and she was in West Virginia, and she was doing um, glass uh, – stained glass stained glass was her art and she had these big tables and she made these huge stained glass uh, pieces for churches and other things and um, she had a huge amount of acres she had bought all this land and I and she says you know I have the life I love and I go how'd you get it and she goes you can have anything you want in life if you want it bad enough and I said I don't know if that's true and she said it is true because if you didn't want it bad enough, you won't get it. If you want it bad enough, you'll find a way. It's just, you just continue. It's not, it's nonstop. So I think that's the message for 2021. Well, there's, is, there's another saying that I like too. It's uh, yeah, don't wait till the iron is hot before striking, make the iron strikes hot by striking repeatedly over and over. God bless you. You know, Leo, that is an awesome. So tell us about the DJs. Um, so they, cause we'd like to tag them and let them know that they've been mentioned in this book and that this is waiting for them. So that's actually one of the things I was planning on calling you about later on today is because I've opened conversation with several of them, awesome. um, you know, but they're asking some questions that I, I need the answers to on how to sell them in on coming in and being part of this. You well, know, you know what? You want to ask the question now? This is, this is a good forum. Well, it, I, I guess it is. So, I mean, one, one of the questions is, you know, um, <clears throat> what's it going to do for them? Like, okay. well, it's going to put you in a book and it's going to be like a calling card for you. And he goes, well, I'm already famous. You know, I get, I get played, paid big money, just go out and do anything. Why do I need that? And, and they don't need it. So the question is, do they want to have more impact in the world? And do they want to be associated with other DJs that are creating positive messages? So I think if it's a what's in it for me, they're probably not the right DJ for this book. Because the what's in it for me is actually scarcity mindset of I got what I need. I'm not helping the world. And I'm not putting these guys down because that's for me, that's not the right kind of question. The right kind of question is who else is in the book? One, how does the book cause me to have better relationships and better impact the world? I think that's the better question. So, and I, and I don't think it's necessarily of them coming from a scarcity mindset. It's them right. not necessarily understanding the reach and the impact that they have or they're not even currently thinking about it. So here's, like when, when here's a great example. You're like, hey, I want you to be in a book. Okay, and so here's a great example. Can I, can I use an example of, so I, I was a DJ for 30 some years, but now I'm more of a photographer. And I use the quotation marks because that's not who I want to be identified as, but that is who I am to people that allow me in their door to take pictures of people with smiles, right? So no matter what I am in the world, I don't care if it's a publisher, a photographer, a maverick, I want to be with as many other successful mavericks, photographers, Leos, DJs, et cetera, because they broaden my reach and impact and turning people into new fans. So if Tiesto is in the book and then you have this other person that's blowing up on YouTube, but they're reggae, 
guess what? There's a new friendship there. And that's only two. We're talking 50 to 100 DJs in the book. Right. And they don't know that some of these future DJs will become their future friends or their future partners, collaborators, uh, collaborators et cetera. So I don't have the answer for that specifically. I can only tell you that I'm impressed every year at how the impact grows, um, like a tipping point, like a Malcolm Gladwell tipping point, that I'm confident that the I don't know, I don't know is actually good news. <laughs> it's not bad news. And they will. And I would love to talk to them. And, and by the way, they may not see it immediately, but I would say within a year, they would see some, some things that are connected to the smile movement, but more importantly, connected to the book of relationships. It's just a lot of well, relationships with quality people. As well, on top of that, is the influence that Ken and I have. Ken and I have an extensive Rolodex of connections of really great, amazing people in the music and entertainment business and other and event businesses who um, might be looking for them or looking to interview them at a, a higher level, at a different level than maybe they've played before. Um, everything from uh, movies to you know events to whatever uh, worldwide. And because of the relationships that we have with these people, they may not realize the impact they have on the people who listen to them and mm -hmm. so when they get to hear from their fans about how their music changed who they are in their heart or made them you know prevented them from taking their life or helped them make a decision to propose to someone or whatever that may be that that really can impact the dj at a heart and soul level and, and that's absolutely what we want to show. and actually leo we don't want to uh, take too much more time on this question but it's such a great question i, I want to say thank you for um allowing me to answer that and allowing actually the vulnerability of this conversation going south or north or whatever. But I'm going to say, and this is just from a standpoint of legacy, mm -hmm. is that they are creating a lot of amazing stuff in the world, but they may not be leaving a legacy in the form of publication, meaning they may have never had their journey actually shared and their, sh their sh uh, shared journey may cause people not be only inspired to become a DJ or a fan, but more importantly, it may be inspiring them to become a future leader, to change something in the world that actually could be even their life being saved. And, and I don't want to go so far into, you know, we're always saving lives, but if you think about it, if someone's not living their life to their utmost, they're actually not living. True. No and you know, and, and there's a, there's a couple of these guys that I'm talking to right now that, you know, I mean, they're still very much caught up in the, you know, 3 a.m. in the club mm -hmm. doing their thing and the broader view of what they have to offer and how they touch people is not even a thing. Right. You know, they're, they're late 20s, early 30s, and, you know, they're jamming till 5 a.m. every night, and then they hit the hay and crash out and get back up and do the, the same thing again and have no idea what well, they can do. I'm going to say my last thing is that the question they're asking may be the awakening for them that they're not living a purpose-driven life. They may be living a life that they love in the, in the realm that they get to do what they like, but they may not have it impact in the world the way they want it to. And maybe this question, this chapter in the story and this connection to other leaders will cause them to have an enriched life beyond. Because you know there's some DJs and there's some very creative people that have taken their life because they weren't unhappy. They were not happy. Oh, yeah. And it came down to maybe they weren't inspired. Maybe they didn't have hope. So I, I don't know who we're talking about. So that is not, there's no judgment here. No, and I'm not naming any names. And I wouldn't want you to. <laughs> I actually just want you to know that these are signals that they may actually get more out of this than they would ever know. It's, it's kind of the, it's a beautiful life type conversation. You don't yeah. know 
what's going to happen when you actually get to share your story and how it's going to even impact you. Exactly. Exactly. So thank you. Brother. Sure. Well, before we uh, move to the next guest, I want to ask you some questions real quick. Yeah. Um, last year was a challenging year. What did you learn from it? How are you going to apply it to next year? So 2020, uh, we're, we're not alone. You know, everybody's having the same struggle. Um, no matter what our ups and downs are mentally, emotionally, and family-wise, we're all suffering in the same way. Um, some more than others, of course. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, it's good to reconnect and be able to, you know, at least help Miley explore other avenues of knowledge and being able to do other things, um, which, has been, which has been good. And I, I think that this has been a, a good place for a lot of parents to reconnect with their kids and be able to start passing on the knowledge that they have to the kiddos without putting it all on teachers who don't know what they know. Very good. So Miley, um, we're moving to the next guest, but since you've been here so patient, what is your hope and dream for 2021? Um, what I want to accomplish in 2021, what I really hope to do is probably be able to, uh, <laughs> surf a 10-foot wave without falling off and ride it all the way in. Okay, nice. how about that DJ conversation real quick? Oh, and I... So I'm going to encourage you to do... What, what are you going to do about DJing in 21? Oh, I'm going to practice more so I can get it. All right, so Better. I'm going to encourage you so that you actually achieve both these things, that you write them down and you say them regularly so you can be a maverick on the surfboard. Yeah, I actually that? have a uh, master list. Uh, oh, do you? And a to-do list, yeah. Good, good, good. And um, my master list, I mean, this is just for my whole lifetime, but not for just 2021. But well, you can, you can send it to me, and maybe, uh, maybe this will be included in your Dose of Hope chapter. So, Andrea, let's get to Brandy, our new publishing partner. Yes, Brandy Shampoo is a great transition from Leo Hefner and Miley because they uh, are homeschooling and Brandy is really good about providing curriculum through exploring expression for families who want to raise learners so that they are amazing people in the world. Brandy Shampoo, thanks for being here this morning. Hi, thank you. So, Brandy, we have obviously a short segment here, and thank you for your patience while we go through the three stories. First of all, do you want to comment on any of the things you've heard so far? I think it's all exciting, and um, I loved Otto's shirt. In fact, you know, I'm getting ready to come out with a series of um, world geography curriculum, and, you know, it's, it's so important that kids these days learn about the world because the world is shrinking every day, and it's important that they know that there are more places on earth than the one they're standing in. So you like the hair I have now? I'm adopting <laughs> your hair in the back. <laughs> so did you see the trivia I sent you this morning about countries? Um, I saw the file. I haven't opened it yet. Okay, well, um, we are in the same course. I think uh, teaching kids to be global thinkers teaches them to be future leaders and teaches them actually about acceptance and diversity and embracing uh, every single thing that is a challenge, but also embracing collaboration. So um, I'm excited about the new year because you've caused me to be inspired to do a, um, 
a children's project that I never would take on without you. And it is celebrating the day. It's 365 days of celebrating the day with your child. What the holiday is, what the birthday is, what happened in America, what happened in the world and um, uh, grateful, learned, favorite part of the day, all those lovely things. So thank you for being a partner with this. Absolutely. And you know, my favorite thing about that, it's, it's not just an informational book. The fact that we've combined it with the journal, um, it, it bridges that gap. It says, you know, don't just learn about it, but then think about it and absorb it and do it. And I think that's the best part of what we're doing through that series. So for those of you listening to Brandy, since her time will be the shortest of the four, she is a masterful person at creating curriculum for people that want to do a children's book. And I have basically turned over every idea I have with regard to children's books to Brandy because I trust her. She is taking um, what I would have done and really multiplying it by a lot of possibilities, not just in sales and marketing, but also the impact of actually being in, in classrooms and also in, in homeschooling. So Brandy, what did you learn last year and how are you applying it next year, this year? Uh, last year was extremely, extremely busy for me. Um, you know, all of my children came home to roost over the course of the year. So my house that I initially got for two is now a housing four and so we've really learned how to be together and we we homeschool and I work and everything happens um, pretty much in this room you know I kicked them out um, for the purposes of, of recording this but being together isn't a bad thing and we're still traveling we're doing just as much traveling mm -hmm. as we've always been it's just given us the opportunity to see different things you know there's so much of this country to see outside of zoos, museums, and theme parks. And well, <laughs> well, let's talk about um, just a brief shout out to your mom because she's someone I'm grateful for. She's also someone that actually helped both of us get your chapter of hope in the book. And if you'll give her a shout out as well as just a glimpse of what you shared in, in your chapter, just a glimpse. Um, well, yes, it was fantastic because um, I had a very short amount of time and a lot of people, my older son has autism and was in the hospital. And about the same time as I was writing um, the Do my Dose of Hope chapter, I was en route to go pick him up because um, he suddenly got discharged, right? And I actually called her and I dictated the entire chapter. That's her mom, Nancy. Driving yes, Nancy. While I was driving down the highway. And she typed it up and then sent it to me and we went through it. And really, my chapter is about... Um, the journey, my whole journey really from birth and how understanding that everything is a learning experience can take some of the stings out of things that really hurt and, and it allows you to grow. And that's what my chapter is about is that if you look at it as learning, trauma can often not be quite as traumatic. Well, I want to acknowledge you because you did have a very short time for us to go to print and get your chapter in. And you did the same thing that Paul Fink did. Um, in the closing of your email, you said, as promised. Yes. <laughs> and that's what a Maverick does. So I, I'm giving some shout outs to Maverick because I've seen him for years be a stand for his word. And that really is what is going to be the distinction, I think, in 2021, is that if you're a stand for your word, us declaring that we want to do a thousand chapters, I'm going to tell Paul, um, I know he can hear me, that I would like all his Mavericks that choose to share an inspiring chapter and say that they're part of the Maverick 
system organization that they will be instrumental in causing the world to be impacted and probably wake up some DJs that they want to be part of this as well. So we're going to go to rapid fire and the game is how quick can we ask a question? How quick can we answer it? So we're going to start with Otto, go to Paul, then to Leo, then to Brandy. And here we go. So everyone come back on the air. Actually, we'll start with Brandy since she's on the air right now. So Brandy, Otto, Leo, Paul. So Brandy, book that changed your life. Quick answer. Um, the one thing. Okay. Otto? Purpose-driven life. Hang okay. on. Okay, thank you. And you can come back on the air. Leo? Leo, purpose, uh, your favorite book that changed your life? I'm going to go old school and say Rich Dad, Poor Dad, because Very that's good. what started it for me a long time ago. Cool. Paul? What started for me was See You at the Top by Zig Ziglar. Oh, my goodness. I love that book. That was such a good one. And I got a signed copy of that, Paul. I got a signed copy of that. I'm, I am exceedingly jealous. It was the one <laughs> book that changed my life back in 1987. Yeah, he was the man. Andrea? Um, I want to know the song that really gets you guys jazzed up and moving. Brandy, Otto, Leo, Paul. Mm. Um, anything that came from the Hamilton musical. Otto. Awesome. Born to run. Leo. Lose yourself, Eminem. Nice. <laughs> Paul. I, I, Eye of the Tiger still gets me pumped. Yes, it does. All right. Um, um, a favorite movie that inspires you or got you through 2020. Brandy, Otto, Leo, Paul. Brandy. Um, the Last Unicorn. It's always been my favorite. Awesome. Otto? Uh, toss up. Rocky and Braveheart. Leo? The Croods. <laughs> I got to check that out. Paul? <laughs> I, I, am, I am quoting such old school. Uh, I don't know whether this says something about my age. It's a wonderful life. It makes me cry every single time. And it just, hey, every year you have to watch that. Andrea? I was, I was in that musical. Uh, Ken, because of sake of time, I'm going to ask your um, burning question, and that's okay. what's everyone's favorite quote. Okay, uh, a quote that you live by. Ken a wants. quote you live by. Brandy? Remember who you are and who you represent. Otto? What lies before us and what lies behind us is nothing compared to what lies within us. Awesome. Leo? Whether you can or you can't, you're right. Good old Henry. Paul? This is only the beginning. And what a great statement to say for 2021. God bless you guys. I'm so glad you could be part of the show and a happy new year message. You are my dose of hope. And thank you for being a part of the message we wanted to carry to the world that there is not only hope, but there is leadership that can cause future hope. So thank you so much. And if you'll give us the out, Andrea. Yes. So those of you who are listening, if you want to contribute to the Keep Smiling movement as being a part of us, the volunteer, or to uh, for a charitable donation, you can go to www.thekeepsmilingmovement.com and be a smiling ambassador. And we want to thank Opus.Finance, a global decentralized processing system, and LiveNR, the Umbrella Syndicate, Perfect Publishing, the uh, Big Events USA, and the Red Carpet Connection, and of course, 
of course, Voice America Influencers Channel uh, for having us on every year. And uh, Ken is showcasing Paul right there in his suit. Um, and we also, many of us have been on the Internet Marketers Cruise together. So a shout out to um, Captain Lou as well for that. And to Cervex, because many of us have been at Manny Lopez's events too. So thank you so much for everyone. And we'll be back um, in the coming weeks with some really big people. We have Jeff Hoffman has agreed to be on. Nick Halick, who's a, a, what is a trillionaire or something like wonderful like that. Um, we've had some other really Gazillion. great. It's a gazillionaire. Gazillion people, uh, gazillionaires, and some other really, really big people uh, say that they would love to join and be on just the same as these wonderful folks who have been on today. So we're so excited to have them kick us off and really start 2021 to be this dose of hope. All right. You all have been amplified. Thank you so far, so much for being who you are in this world today. And we look forward to a great relationship and ride with you this year. Thank you very much. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.